If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Leslie Dowd, speak, I don't want to give her last name. Is that her last name? Leslie, my friend Leslie, speaking my language, Alice. Have you seen what she's texting me? No, I am not. She has all sorts of cool, interesting trinkets. So the stuff that I've been hunting, I I just don't give him any trinkets, Leslie. Alice, I was this close this weekend to getting a um, cribbage coffee table. I was fantasizing today about. Yes, you were about my weight loss. That this fantasizing brought to you by Awaken One Weight Loss. Go ahead. I was fantasizing about taking a lot of your stuff to a pawn shop. All my stuff is great. It's your stuff that's useless. Look at this great stuff. I've got a boat. I've got the parking meter lamp. It's all awesome <laughs> stuff. And I almost had a, the cribbage table today, and I got outbid. Oh no! Wow. Yeah, I I never realized Facebook Marketplace was there. Great. It's Guys, incredible. It's so incredible. The only someone thing is, take Tom's phone, please. Oh, it's it's. I want interesting stuff, so I'm looking for a Canon. I am kind of into one of those old sewing machines with the with the classic desks that are just ornate, really ornate. And there seem to be a lot of scams with those uh, hmm. I, because a lot of people seem to have them pristine, giving them away, and I can never have them. It's weird. And then I am looking for the old a couple classic of old phones. sewing machine scam. I would like a real old payphone. Um, and a few things like that. Now, a lot of these things end up in, I mean, this was a, this was a gorgeous steal. This, the, the. All right. I'm about to admit Michael Graham to okay. our meeting here. Where is he? Where is he? Reminds me. Okay. Here he is. All right. Ow. Ah. All right, Graham. Are you there? He's saying stuff to me, but we cannot hear you. We cannot hear you. This is like troubleshooting with all the editors at the Lowell Sun the last year. <laughs> we never had a meeting where there we there we go. What what are you doing? Why this are you doing me. this in, with faces? 
Why? I mean, I, mean, I get Alice's face absolutely. Why do it with our faces, man? People like to criticize me in my looks, exactly. In my well, why do they have to criticize me? This reminds me. Graham being late today reminds me of the most exciting day I've ever had in radio, and the biggest letdown is that Graham was late for his own show. He was not. He didn't show up for his. By the right. way, this is Michael Graham of the New Hampshire Journal, formerly the. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, let me just stop okay. right there. Hi. I am Michael Graham, and exactly. I'm the president of Inside Sources, which owns New Hampshire Journal and various other products as well. Oh, Inside Sources, okay? Smart. Have you fired uh, half you of the workforce? Let me on to your have you, have you fired half show. of the workforce uh, like Elon did? I, you, you know just, what? I, you I'm, your... not, you, I'm not even using Twitter to do it. I'm <laughs> using like uh, direct, you know, uh, traditional snail mail. Did you see the, the but, um, dear sir? The, you have been removed from office. The, the, uh, the New York Times reported that he, he's not even feeding them lunch anymore. Oh, it's, cra- <laughs> it's tragic. Tragic, the, tragic, tragic, the, tragic. The almost greatest day I had in radio was uh, why is we, the mic? Why is the camera so close on your face? Oh no! It's only for it's you. When you scary the, it, oh, okay, it, good. You, it doesn't we, look like that out there no, in the world. No, there's another camera that's up. That's it's happening. Very, it's like, very frightening. <laughs> I know. I know. I want so, Alice's face. Where's I know, Alice's I know. face? That's I, what we want. I, I know. Well, that's all. Can you see her? She's I'm there. there. He can. I see. see. She's like teeny little. Like, I like in, little... she has. Hi. I feed hey. in what the actual podcast Michael. You know. Looks you know. She's doing the weight loss thing that I'm doing, and she actually took the weight off. Well, I guess the difference exactly. Hey, um, so by the way, Buttercup says hello, Alice. Okay, so and people know. should know that. By the way, one of the things, my lovely bride, Buttercup, Michael Graham, yes. and I we, have. Uh, in common. It is our wedding anniversary today. Oh my God! Happy anniversary! Isn't it amazing? Happy wow! Another year that she is uh, it's total miserable. Exactly, stuck <laughs> in intractable <laughs> hell. You know. Uh, you know, that, if she ever figures out the drugs that I'm slipping into her food, I'm in big trouble. Oh, that right? was a great. Your wedding was a great wedding. It was that a great was wedding. So it fun. was. That was such a it fun was. night. I, I, listen, I I've been to a lot of weddings. You know, when I was uh, in my misspent youth, I sang yeah. at weddings and for parts for my living, and that was the best wedding I've ever been to. Did you get um, was, Alice? Were you bleep faced in that wedding? No, I was. Pregnant. Everybody was. I was oh, super they? pregnant, so I was not bleep faced. Uh. I was the one sober person. <laughs> I must have been. I, I remember you and I, Graham, doing some shots, and I remember your it, the the. Uh, um, your, the program director may have had a cocktail or two. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. But anyway, that same program director, oh, like 10, 12 nightmare. years ago or whatever, said, Tom, we've got a problem. Michael Graham has been arrested. So it's so when he didn't show up in the morning, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And then Graham called me. Somebody said for some reason to go out to Framingham to the jail to find him. And I was like, oh, please let it be let it be pedophilia. Let it be something good, please. And I was never so happy grinning driving down Route 9. Was, I was like, oh, please. Okay, you got this totally wrong. You got this totally wrong. And it was completely a, wrong. A, a, I was not late for the show. You're wrong. You? I may, No, I was because the, the MBTA got because I had, my car was gone, obviously, because right. that's why they stopped me. So the MBTA and the T got me to the station. I was like, it was like eight minutes right. And Before actually, it didn't matter because you didn't, that the, that ordeal was show prep. So it was exactly. But, oh, I, mean, was, I was I was never more prepped to go on the mic than when Massachusetts bogusly arrested me on their crap uh, scam. So which, by the way, we we helped change. We ended that. Yeah. Well, you, you now you now get in a note when they decide to revoke your license. They don't just do it and then hope His that you car, get arrested at some point in the future. His car towed from the rest area. Exactly. Was, uh, but but um. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, yeah, that was wow. a really good, interesting day. And by the way, a mugshot for the ages. Only Michelle yes, McVie has has could compete with that one. That was a that was a beauty. You don't know. I it was my I confess the newbie. I I, I had never had a mugshot before and wasn't sure like what do you want to look like tough like for the guys that are right. going to be in the joint you know giving the look or do you want to look innocent like maybe this is going to be used in evidence against you. Yeah. And so I kind of tried to nuance it. And it did not work. No. Well, it was, it was just a it was a horrific mugshot. It doesn't. It, it was wasn't terrible. your fault. <laughs> I'm sure now you get to pick. Mm-hmm. Trish in the chat says she vividly remembers that episode. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So and the best part was the phones start ringing off the hook from all these people. And you remember, Shattuck, it was mostly guys who were mad because their wives had gotten caught in this, we're not going to tell you that your license is expired or suspended or whatever mm-hmm. scam. And so we had all these stories of these <laughs> moms are out with their kids and their cars being towed away and they're trying desperately for someone to get them because Massachusetts was so desperate for revenue. They intentionally set up a system designed to get, you know, uh, suburbanites standing on the side of the road waiting for help or going to jail. It was just amazing. And that is before Absolutely Massachusetts amazing. had good uh, conservatives swept in in elections. Exactly. And so now, <laughs> so we were talking today just about how like Connecticut's gone. Right. Massachusetts is gone. And, when it was ever not gone. Right, well, I mean, there were. There were little flits here and there every six and a half okay. years. Alice, I got to ask, how many times – I listen on occasion. I don't, unfortunately, listen regularly, but I listen on occasion. How many times do you just have to interrupt and shut him up because he has no idea what he's talking about? I mean, do you do a this regularly? A lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So let me just tell ta- – okay, so so ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why you're watching The Burn Barrel. You have serious problems. You should seek help. So since 19, beginning 1992, New England states have cast 272 electoral votes for president. Out of those – Six have gone to Republicans. Four in the year 2000, which, by the way, if New Hampshire had not gone for Bush in 2000, there never would have been a Florida. There never been a hanging chat. Al Gore would have won. It's the only time that New Hampshire has gone for a Republican since 1988. And they they saved Bush's bacon. You could argue. And then are the others that weird Maine congressional? And then Maine, exactly. Maine has one because they divided up. Mm -hmm. They have loose electoral college, basically. Uh, Trump won one in Mm -hmm. 2016 and 2020. That's it. And my point on that is that's how naturally Republican New England already is, just off the bat. Look at it another way. There are 30 three members of Congress from the six New England states combined. Out of those 33, one is a Republican, kind of, and that's Susan Collins, which is why people are so amped that in this, based on the polls, and I, by the way, I completely went with the polls, the data history, you know, it's a midterm, crappy numbers. What can, you, you have to follow the data. You know, how, you know, I'm not a fortune teller. It all said something. I was saying to people, you know, you could possibly like quadruple the number of Republicans in Congress from New England, because right now there's one and you could have ended up with four. But of course, we ended up with not even close to even semi one. Even Alan Funk didn't just go down in Rhode Island. He went down badly in Rhode Island because New England doesn't vote Republican particularly at the federal level. Yeah, so, was Johanna Hayes Nick, the closest congressional race in New England actually? The Connecticut yeah, it was. one? Yeah. That was the yeah. one that they almost And got, and what yeah. was the and what was the margin at the end? Was it like 10 or something? 8? It was 10? like 4, I think. It was Oh, it was, was was that close? Yeah, yeah, it was, which by the way, they didn't is, call it till really late. They had him up at, uh, 
uh, every for the last three months. Yeah, the challenge George Logan was and, up. But but the the fact is the Republican brand doesn't work in New England. So you can have right. Republican oh, it was governors even closer but, than that. It was fifty point four to forty nine point six. Forty nine point six. Yeah. Wow. Well, listen. But, congratulations. That's fantastic. That's but, but once again, but given all George the other, Logan's still lost. He, he's in. A, he's a big exception. It's a big exception. Yeah, and it's and it just shows you how yeah. far you lost. So you have a Republican governor like Chris Sununu. You can have a really liberal Republican governor like Phil Scott, Vermont. You can have a Democrat who's running as a Republican mm-hmm. like Charlie Baker, but that, you know, at the governor at state level, you know, the, the New Hampshire state house flipped to Republicans two years ago. Uh, this year, they're going to hold the Senate. The house is down to literally like one or two votes. It's going to be like Congress. You know, mm-hmm. But other than that weirdness of New Hampshire, which is kind of the last holdout at the state level, you just don't have a lot of Republican action in New England and then drop the big monster Massachusetts. There are nine congressional districts in Massachusetts. You will not be stunned to know that in 2024, when every one of those districts goes Democrat again, it'll be 30 straight years without a Republican general election win for Congress, House or Senate. 30 straight years. And I know what you're saying, Michael, 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 Scott Brown. No, that was a special election. It was in January of 2010. 30 years. It so was a free. So that's like Peter Blute is like. The yeah, 90- Peter Blute, exactly. 1994, yep. you had, uh, you know, in the big wave, you had a Republican win, you know, the Newt Gingrich year. And that was it. None, none right. since. So that's 30 years without voting for at congressional level. That's 40 years it will be. Well, electing a non a, 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 a U.S. senator plus, um, if you just look at the U.S. Senate part, and of course there's the presidential race. No Republican has carried Massachusetts since 1984, and so you're you know, what? So the question is, why are you bothering? What what is why if you're if you're a Republican in Massachusetts, why? I would like to propose for Mass, and I, by the way, I, no, no joke. I'm not just saying this because you know of the show and the nature of the show. The whole time I was doing talk radio at WTKK with that incompetent buffoon of a producer I had, I hope it came across. I loved living in Massachusetts. It, it was great. It was a great place to live. Loved the people. Loved the gig. It was, so this is not trashing the Massachusetts. Content a place created, to live. The content created by the Massachusetts government on a <laughs> it regular was fantastic. basis it was is fantastic. really, really rich feeding grounds. But if you're going to be at a point where we are right now, where 35% of the population of the votes, I should say, go to a Republican for president every four years. Doesn't matter if it's George W. Bush, Donald Trump, doesn't matter, 35%. But 17% of the state House is Republican because of gerrymandering. And 7% of the state Senate is Republican because of gerrymandering. And 0% of the members of Congress are Republican because of gerrymandering. Then why? Why fight? Why fight? It's stupid. You're wasting your time trying to get Republicans elected in Massachusetts. I mean, And that, by the way, even includes the Charlie Baker, you know, just not a Democrat Republicans. I mean, that's that is such a weird bank shot for it to happen. That it, right. it, that it doesn't make a lot of sense. I have another model. Well, and you. the thing, though, with oh, Baker, sure. too, is that it is it and people use this as an example all the time because I have people say this to me, like, why can't a Republican win for governor of Massachusetts? Right. You know, you Baker did what, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand. First of all, that was he almost didn't win that election. Exactly. It took 
a terrible Democratic candidate. It took an endorsement from the Globe. It took like <laughs> all the pieces, an enormous yep. amount of money. It took he had to cry in a TV debate. Like it took That's all right. the pieces going in exactly <laughs> the right way, and then he like eked out this tiny, slim victory. And then he was governor. And then like 2018, I don't even count because they basically just like didn't even run anybody. Right. That was like yeah. it, not. Well, no, no. Once no, look, look. Once he was in, and, and that's another thing too. And I don't want to get too sidetracked on the Baker thing because it is such an oddball thing. But there are definitely plenty of voters in Massachusetts who are afraid of the Democratic Party. Right. And so once they figured out that Baker wasn't really a Republican, he was just kind of a not crazy Democrat. They were like, okay, sure, fine. That's why his popularity was was so good and yada, Mm -hmm. yada. And then the party got Trumpified and then they couldn't went back Baker. And so all all that stuff happened, whatever. But your point so far has been that as as a Republican in Massachusetts or Mm -hmm. or Connecticut, you cannot make a difference. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And and by the way, kudos again to that great Connecticut congressional race. It's just phenomenal. You know, that's that's fantastic. And that's something that everyone should look at and try to learn from. But it, by definition, it is an oddball race. Yes. So what do you do? I grew up in Redneckville, South Carolina, and my grandmother, who was as right wing <laughs> as you'll ever get, was a lifelong Democrat. And she was a lifelong Democrat because until the 1980s, Everybody in South Carolina was a Democrat. And then you had a couple of breaks, Strom Thurmond broke, and then you know, then you had that big shift. But from basically 1880 until 1980, for 100 years, the entire state was run by Democrats. There were virtually no elected Republicans. So what happened? There were plenty of people who, like, like for example, there are people who voted for you know Republicans for president. Nixon carried you know the South twice. You know, they were willing to vote Republican. It's just that all of the action in their state was inside the Democratic Party. So you know what they did? They vote. They registered as Democrats. They voted as Democrats local you know, at for for you know Congress and for state rep and governor, or whatever. It was all Democrats. And so what that meant was you had real live primaries between you know conservative Democrats and moderate Democrats. They don't have a lot of progressives in South Carolina, but across the South, from Texas over to Virginia. You had one party rule, but they had real contests because the fact is people are divided and there's a bunch of different opinions. Mm -hmm. But so what they could have done is they could have said, no, we're going to have a Republican party here in South Carolina and Alabama, damn it. And there would have been seven people in a room. They basically would have been the libertarians. That's where the Republican party is in Massachusetts. Mm. They are the libertarians. They're an interesting oddball side show, but no one expects them to win any, you know, come on, are you kidding me? So this is my idea for New England Republicans in most states. New Hampshire is, is different. And obviously there are a handful of towns and stuff where this might not work. But broadly speaking, for those six states where there's no Republican Party, leave, become a Democrat. Become a Democrat for a bunch of specific reasons. The number one is, if you had a chunk, and I don't mean like all or even half or whatever, if you had 10 or 15% of the people who vote in Republican primaries start voting in your local Democratic primaries, they could help the non-crazy Democrats win. Because what's happening right now is the Democrats are having a fight between the crazy people and the really crazy people. Ayanna Presley is in the middle of the Democratic bell curve. <laughs> that is bad. That is bad. It doesn't matter what your party is bad. So what can you do? Well, yeah, sure, you can run a Republican against her to get 12% of the vote. Sure. Or those 12% could join the 39% of her district that's not bleeping crazy. 
And they could not, once again, you'd, be, you'd have a Democrat. You're not going to get a Republican. I'm not talking about running fake Republicans, you know, Baker, whatever kind of Republicans. I'm saying throw your weight behind the non-crazy Democrats because that's all you've got. You will make a huge difference. So and, I actually go ahead. Like, couldn't, I, I don't think I could disagree with this more, honestly, because I just... I think you're underestimating the amount of institutional control that the Democrats have over their party in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's exemplified by how few primaries there actually are, mm-hmm. even in Massachusetts. Like, we have one of the lowest rates of contested primaries in the that's entire right. country. And that's mm-hmm. including, like, you would expect if we had actually, like, a thriving Democratic Party that, that we would have, like, what you're talking about in the South, right. where there would be a range of different Democratic views and people running and and you know and it's just not the case like even the democratic primaries are are totally underrepresented Listen, and- I, I agree with you i agree but this is my this this is part of the reason why this will be a good thing for non-democrats to become democrats is that the kind of people who are in the democratic party now first of all progressives have such an upper whip hand they can you know use their power like you know, to discourage people from running for example if you're a moderate and you're in mo in many of the districts, like state senate districts. Why would you run? You know the whole fight's going to be who can be. You know, <laughs> I think Bernie Sanders is okay, but he's a little too squishy for me. You know, that's where they're going to be. If you suddenly knew as a potential, you're a whatever, a normal person. You're you're an Alice, or a, you know, you're a banker, you're mm-hmm. a you know, sane school teacher, and you think about running, and then all of a sudden you go, hey, wait a minute, there's this influx of voters who will back me because I'm not the crazy person. But there's already will... so many unenrolled, and in Massachusetts, you can vote in either primary. I, I mean, a lot of people do stay unenrolled in Massachusetts for that right. reason. We have over half the voters in Massachusetts are unenrolled, mm-hmm. and they specifically do it because a lot of times there aren't primaries that interest them on the Republican side. So the like, I used to be unenrolled. I voted for Lynch over Markey when they were running for Senate right. because I wanted the slightly less insane exactly. partisan. Right. So I do think voters kind of already do that strategically in Massachusetts. I think that's one of the reasons our, our rates of unenrolled are so high. But I just think that like the, the party is so strong and the machine politics of it are so strong in Massachusetts, the union power that's behind them. Like, I, I don't think it can possibly be effective because they always seem to get the candidate they want. Anyways, almost never that there's Let like an Let me tell you, Alishak, why you were wrong. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you why you were wrong. Okay. Because we're not just voting Democrat. We're going to Repo- Democratic City committee meetings. They won't let you in there. No, yes, they, if I'm a Democrat, they're letting me in. No, they exactly. won't. Yes, they, they are. Won't. And then I'm going to hobnob be, at the barbecues you along have with, to be with, voted with into I'm going to be thing. drunk, you know, with two, two heffin' refers <laughs> and t- talking to the dude drinking, uh, you know, equine know. Uh, urine water and, and having having it out. <laughs> they know what we are. They're not going to well, let they us into the event. I don't know what everybody is. Pretty much they do. What are they not let us in? Sorry, sorry. So here's the deal. They can't let they can't stop registered Democrats from participating in the registered Democrat part. Now, you're right, because of the layers, they count on suppressing you at some point as you move well, up. Yeah, you have but, to be voted into the committees. You have this to be is voted what, into the caucuses. Yeah, by your, They'll yeah, show by your up fe- and they by won't. your fellow Democrats. So you yeah. bring 25 Democrats, you outnumber the committee <laughs> because already- people don't show up. They will find you. They will find out what you're doing and they will invite all their friends. Yeah, and there, there's as we of, already good. know, there's the, more of them. There's more of them, though. Of course <laughs> there are. This is, and spot, let me back up. So in the, in the 1970s and 80s, a bunch of evangelical Christians who didn't really vote or who had been traditional Democrats got engaged by 
Roe v. Wade. And they said, we've got to get involved. And they mm-hmm. did this. They started taking over the, the the precinct level. They took over and they, you know, they they changed the entire Republican Party. The point is not that you're going to turn the Democratic Party into a Republican Party. The point is that there are Democrats who are not mm-hmm. uh, Ayanna Presley Democrats. And there are potential Democratic candidates who aren't those people, but they don't know they where they're going to get the vote. Let them anywhere near the party. I'm sorry, yes, if, you're a Democrat, you, if, you, if I register as a Democrat, Alice, I can be a Democratic activist all I freaking want to, and they're not going to—they're not going to let me in the door. If they're having Yeah, they're not going to let you in the door. And if you think that the way people hated us in Melrose because we were active in the Republican Party was bad, like, just wait until you start showing up at their events. They won't freaking... There's going to be, like, burning coffins in your yard like the old school Democratic Party. When fundraisers at the bars and restaurants, etc., I can't go? My money's not good there? They're not going to let you in. It's a private... What's bullshit? They're not. What is this? They know what you are. You can't come in. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, I, because I've seen how they treat people who like who veer off from the fold. Mm-hmm. Look at what happened. And the Democratic Party institutionally is just stronger than the Republican Party. They it are. Absolutely they is. are a that- lot. Not just here either, but like like nationally. Look at what happened. Right when you know, for example, when Trump came in and took over the GOP, the. RNC was like, we can't really do anything about like it just happened. He just won all the primaries and took over. Right. But like when they had a big primary in 2020 with the Democrats, what happened? There was a big deal. Everybody dropped out right around Super Tuesday and we're like, time for Biden. Like they have they have so much more control over their party. Like they. They go after people who leave the fold. And there's if, if the, I've known if the people who've like the, gone independent. If the Democratic City Committee in Wakefield to try is avoid... locking out twenty five new minted Democrats who want to be at an event or function, um, that's newsworthy, I think. Well, well you could try that, it, but is, I can tell yeah. you that they're not gonna let you in the door. But and more will, but more importantly I know people because I know people that have like been booted from their stuff. Because they're not on board sure. with new so, things. So, bef- more, more. I, th- I, look, no one's disputing your point about the desire of the party, and the, and they do have much more control. They do are more of a top-down organization than Republicans. Uh, you know, they are coalition politics as opposed to ideological politics. So it's easier to feed your coalition. Here's a goodie for you. Here's a seat for you. Republicans want to fight about you know libertarian economics versus whatever. I agree with all that. But what you can't stop is people voting. And two things happen when. People in Massachusetts leave the Republican Party and join the Democratic Party. First of all, they're ending a lot of wasted time. 
because anything you do for the Massachusetts Republican Party is a waste of time. Just walk away. It's It's been dead for years. It's bur- weekend at Bernie's nine. Leave it alone. It's dead. So right away, you're, you're the second thing is I, there. Once again, there are people who have a different vision of what it means to be a Democrat. And if the votes show up, they will follow. If the vote, if you if you get it, you know, they won't if, if because you, the union is going to send out a thousand homeless people's ballots into the ballot. They're doing box that anyway. Look, like, they're, they're and doing the, that they anyway. They know which bubble they're supposed to fill out. Who's the quote real Democrat? They know what they're, they're doing. doing. They know who they're their doing union's anyway. donating to. They're doing that anyway. But the the ability to organize votes that way versus what would happen. If the literally, if literally another 15% of the electorate was brand new and they just came walking in and said, we want the moderate Democrat, they don't have that, that kind of power, Alice. Those are two big numbers. But I think something should be said for Alice's New England um, defeated attitude. No, we just have to lose every year. No, we just have to not, suck it up. It. We're going clandestine. We're doing an insurgency here. They're gonna no, know it's not gonna but, work. No, I, I disagree with clandestine. I, I agree with insurgency, not clandestine. I think the, the the thing for Republicans to do would be for you know thousands of Republicans to get together and say, look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna you know we are going to try to make the Democratic Party less crazy for the benefit of our state. We know we can't win anything. Fine, we can help the less crazies and announce it. Here we go. We're raising money. We're organizing. Right. You're a moderate Democrat. And you've got a crazy nut burger, rolling eyes person. We'll help you beat him. Just not call us. We're, we will show up. We'll vote. We're registered. We're here. There's, I mean, now if you're saying, well, then that'll just drive out more crazies, you might be right. But well, I think the Democratic Party in Massachusetts is affected by the fact that the crazies are louder, but they are not necessarily as numerous as you think. Everyone thinks AOC runs the Democratic Party. But AOC's vote share of the Democratic Party broadly is small. It's just that she's loud and people are scared of her. Republicans aren't scared. Republicans will show up and people will say, you have to support my gender rights, transphobe, blah, blah, blah person. They'll say, no, I don't. I'm going to vote for Phil because he's normal. I'm going to vote for Susie because she's not crazy. Right. They, what, are you, what are you going to do? And then Phil and Susie yes. have more Alice incentive is, Alice is run. convinced that the, the, um, the Democratic version of Mossad is going to profile everybody at the door. And no, they, I just think they're not going to let you do it. I think they they're have. They're going to let me do it, Alice. I'm going into the building. Or I'm going to be outside of the building. Now, now, now. To get I mean, like, you should see how it. they treat people who are, like, actual Democrats who go off Alice, these are beta male bitchy men, and some of the women are formidable. Yes. And so those let in me the give process you, of transitioning, so Shad, me, who knows? Let me share you a story that might actually back, back Alice's thing. So as you know, New Hampshire Journal covers New Hampshire politics, and uh, we, you know, very happy with the results. We, New Hampshire Press Association, gave us the award for best political coverage this past year. Our stuff gets quoted by Washington Post, blah blah blah, because we're doing journalism. And by the way, just the sad state of journalism in America, I have been reduced to doing journalism because other people just won't do it. So Senator Maggie Hassan went for election. She she won't hold any town. She didn't hold any town meetings. None. Zero. Mm-hmm. She she held zero open press events. And they uh, the Democratic Party has a blockade on New Hampshire Journal. They won't answer. They, they send out press releases and then won't answer questions about their own press releases from New Hampshire Journal. So I am. It's leaked to me where Hassan is going to be right before the. So it's my the huge election. You know, national news. Yeah. So I find out. So I go walking up to the door. And they send someone out to stop me because they know who I am because they track me and all this stuff. And so she she says, who are you? Who are you with? 
I stick up my hand and I go, I'm Michael Graham. I'm a New Hampshire Journal. She takes my hand. I take her whole arm and just pull her behind me and walk right in the room. Nice. So I'm in the room and uh, chatting with the other reporters. So, so I know and blah, blah, blah. Maggie Hassan sends out her press stooge. You can't be here. <laughs> what are you doing here? You can't be here. You have to leave. I'm going to have to leave. You must leave. You can't be here. I'm, I'm, what are you talking about? You're not credentialed. What? I'm, are you kidding me? The New Hampshire Press Association says I'm credentialed. Well, I don't say you're credentialed. <laughs> Dude, you're like some campaign hack. You don't credential people. What are you, crazy? Well, by the way, I believe this, so, so this, said is, this so, verbatim. So this is, the, by the way, by, the audio was up, by the way. I was I was rolling audio the whole time. Oh, so great. the audio is up at hjournal.com. But um, the best part was uh, is he said what Allison said, which is, you are not supposed to come. And he crossed his arms and looked at me like I was going to leave. And I said, we can call the cops. Send me thrown out, Trump. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So he did what Shattuck predicts and what I predict the Democrats will do. He slunk away. Right. Like your confrontation. So that's yeah. so that on the one hand, Alice is right that they'll try to throw you out. On the other hand, Shannon is right. They're a bunch of wussies. They're Democrats. Well, but also godless, weaselly, terrified, scared Democrats. But also, as you, they beat as up you each saying, other. As you were saying, the the formation of this of this group of Democrats will be mm -hmm. news. It will be known. Absolutely. So, be so news, yeah. there's going to be some Democrat in the field somewhere who says, "Geez, I could get eleven thousand extra votes." Exactly. Maybe I'll, go, maybe I'll let these guys into a secret underground meeting in the sewers. <laughs> I'll meet with them as long as nobody finds out. Of course. Yeah. And so that, and actually, chat, actually, actually, Graham, it would be. It would, on hold on well. one second. Actually, okay. it would be the moderates who do that. Yes. Because exactly. Not only because they need the support, but because they're also good, they want an audience who who doesn't throw you know bottles of urine at exactly. them if they say maybe removing breasts of twelve year old girls okay. is a bad thing. And by the way, before I go to Alice, just my one last point. There are 160 members of the Massachusetts House. I think 17 of them are Republicans. There are 40 members of the state Senate. Three of them are Republicans. So the worst case scenario is now. I mean, there's like, what? A, there's you, you almost can't get lower numbers than that. As, as hard as they try to redraw the maps, they can't get low, lower numbers. So the map, the Republican Party is already as dead as it's going to get. It cannot get deader. So why not? Try to have some influence on how the state is actually run by electing some non-crazy Democrats. I love it. I love I it. I don't this think it'll work. I don't success. think it'll my, work. My <laughs> In that case, then you've done nothing. Then, only, then, then, then it's is, the same as now. My only what do you have is, to lose? Once we tip all these seats in, in two years is that the Democrats then go and become Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> and we're constantly chasing them from party to party. Yeah. So, uh... There is no danger of anybody in New England becoming a Republican unless they absolutely have to. Once again, 272 electoral college votes. Democrats got all of them except six. With the Republicans, in all seriousness, one last thing about the, the national election, all the millions of dollars that were wasted on General Don Bolduck in New Hampshire, a terrible candidate, all the billions that were wasted on Caroline Levitt, not a good fit, for a much more talented candidate, but just not a good fit for the state. All the money wasted in, in Rhode Island, Maine, if that should have gone to Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, the National Republican Party should just write off New England. They should just say, you know what, we just don't play there. We're going to go elsewhere. We're going to go where it matters. And there's plenty of states, plenty of electoral college votes that Rick DeSant that Ron DeSantis can carry in 2024. You don't need to mess with Massachusetts. One of the few states, by the way, where I think Trump could beat DeSantis is Massachusetts. Because huh. all that's left yeah. are the Trumpies.
Yeah, everybody else. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody else is in Florida. <laughs> Go to the other states where there are actual <laughs> lots of Republicans. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have to you know drink the Kool Aid and absorb the squid shot. You know, did you guys did you have that one? Was that the were you part of that? We had a group in New Hampshire that claimed that there were squid like creatures in the vaccines. No, and that's why they couldn't get vaccine. I'm not a member of the state legislature. I mean, is there any question? Said that. <laughs> hey, so we, get, we let's read those questions. Yeah, so there, there, so there are some comments in the chat. Um, let's see. Uh, Mark in Wakefield says that uh, he agrees with me. The Democrats roll with an iron hand. They're not just the ma- they're not the majority. They are just more organized. Trish says. <sighs> I, Trish says I'm with Alice too. The corrupt Massachusetts Dem machine is as powerful as the D.C. swamp. Uh, Morgan says this is the dumbest idea he's ever heard. Incorrect. <laughs> Don't believe these people, Graham. These people are. Oh, Alice do I ever accolades. listen to anyone? I just want to go back to the guy who says that that in Massachusetts, Democrats aren't really the majority. <laughs> that they're not really. No, well, that's, I'm making that up. You're absolutely right. I'm making Mass- that up. Technically, in Massachusetts only- unenrolled are the majority, which it, is it, interesting to me. Um, is it interesting to you that no one has been elected as a member of Congress as a Republican since 1994? Is that interesting to you? Yes. Keeping our powder yes. dry, Graham. <laughs> Trish was says Alice, if Alice, I could be. Alive? Trish says if I could be. Yes. Trish says that if uh, I could replace Jim Lyons as the head of the Mass GOP, maybe we'd have a better shot. I mean, I do think that there has to be a culture shift, right? The idea of what it means to be a Republican has to change in people's to what? minds. Um. I just think it has to be like funner because right now, because, and I'll tell you, because I was at the convention this past year. It's brutal. It was was really, really rough. And like, I mean, there were a bunch of people there who were like 80 who were like, this is a really well run and really entertaining (laughs) event. Very nice job. Like, I just, it has, and I think. I do honestly think that the loss of WTKK made a difference in the state. Mm. I think the feeling of having sort of like a a subculture of conservatism in the state is an important aspect of that. I but but I think that it has to be like a cultural movement. I think Trump tapped into that a bit certainly in in mm. terms of like what it means to be conservative shifting a bit it, that that cultural wave has not yet hit Massachusetts that's for sure but but I do <laughs> think that there has to be an aspect of it where it's like people are having a good time because a big part of like what this democrat activist political culture is in Massachusetts is it is the social life for a lot of these people right and it's not just like they're not just going door knocking together they're like organizing movie watching events where they go watch movies about climate change or like events where they get together and talk about their whiteness and all kinds of other things like they- oh, wait we have to go to those <laughs> yeah that's now that is sounding worse and worse but here's no, my point but here's what i'm saying if it's you like, will join that's their your local democrat if you will join your local town democratic committee you can get better movies that's you a can good change point. it. You doesn't I, have I to could, be. I could finally could be also, Top Gun Maverick. I, I, the you conservatives could also just get together and do stuff together. Like what? Well, my friends organized well, a showing of 2,000 mules that I went oh, to. Oh, great. That's <laughs> great. Oh, that's good. That's, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a real winner. That's swinging the voters I had there. a really good time. Yeah. Did the next recorder a special greeting for you guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to go to whatever party allows me to twerk in front of six-year-olds. What is that? Look, well, you're in luck that you fits can, right in with Graham's idea. You can, in fact, organize that in the nice. Massachusetts Democratic Party. You, 
you, you can you you've got one party that's alive. Mm-hmm. So and then that's just the way things are. I mean, you can say all you want, blah, blah, blah. You got one party that's alive. You can either try to get it to be less crazy or you can just quit. Mm-hmm. But those are the only two options. Me and Graham I mean, or you can waste your time. Me and Graham and I'm Real Patriots. Waste my time. I'm, no, me and Graham and Real okay. Patriots are crashing that party like the Beastie Boys <laughs> video for you gotta fight for your right to party. All right, he is the editor in chief, CEO of InsideSources.com. That's the DC Journal, Alice. Delaware Valley Journal, New Hampshire Journal. That's the beginning of his empire. Graham, the beginning of the empire. I do. Uh, hey, say, so, oh. so Buttercup is texting. She wants to know what's what I'm doing and why we aren't having dinner yet. So, <laughs> what is for I'm, dinner, by I'm the way? Getting, uh, I'm going to make a chicken and uh, uh, avocado salad. That's a winner. And then that's a winner. That. Yeah, I could walk. And walk. then afterwards, I'm going to just totally gorge myself on nachos. Oh, so... you bastard! I would kill for nachos. <laughs> oh, by the way, we should um, we should um, mention that uh, I, I was getting to it early because I usually like to say something inappropriate about his wife. Extremely attractive. Extremely would you grand. stop it? Truly, extremely stop attractive. It. Stop it. Stop Hot. it. But, uh, we also, love her. We love her. Yeah, yeah. Is, every, yeah, every you'll ever know, Alice, let me tell you. She's an idiot. That, that's, she is that's a good-looking go. lady. Let me tell you that. <laughs> uh, all right. Graham, thank you. We appreciate it. No, thanks for having me on the uh, on the show, the podcast. What do you think? Is it even a podcast anymore? Is it, it like is a podcast. Is it? Yes. What do you mean, is it a podcast anymore? It seems anymore? bigger than a podcast. It seems bigger. It seems bigger. Well, podcast is too ref- confining. It's breakout. I know. We're I beyond mean, the podcast. Trying to the you can uncast, do it. Burn barrel media checks I have exactly. ever like um, exactly. Chevy Chase and um, exactly right. Whatever that thing is, Caddyshack. All right. See you later, man. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you later. So, uh, do I leave too? Uh, you can leave okay. if you want. I'm leaving, but I'm staying. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna end the meeting. Okay. So I'm. And all right. We are still streaming though. All right, so I know you wanted to get to. Um, we're gonna do the chat chat tomorrow. Well, I know you wanted to get to. Um, the other thing, I mean, do you want to just spend a couple of minutes quickly? And yeah, we then... can spend a little time with that. Um, so basically, what happened? One of the messages went away. Did you delete one? No, I don't know how to delete one. I wonder if people can unsend their messages. Anyway, um. What was I going to say? Okay. Yeah. So the big news today really is before we got into Graham's uh, dumb idea here that we just went through. It's um, not a dumb idea. It is a dumb idea. No, you're it's a dumb gonna idea. It's not going to work. Taking a lot of crap for your roof patching again. Some people like, seem to be actually upset that you were up there today. Hey, yeah. hey, let the record show. I went and got the tarp and I bought the duct tape as well. Yeah, you did. I sent you to the store. Heroics from me today. Yeah, you, great is there job. Anything you, that you wanted to say, or do we, are we going? Well, to... you don't have to get into all over the place. I started to talk about the thing, and then you interrupted about the roof thing, and then you're like, "Because oh, I, I got, I'm getting messages." It's just... <laughs> okay. okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Um, anyway, so the big news today really is this like crypto thing, the FTX and the Sam Bankman Freed, mm-hmm. um, and that's really like I guess we should um probably do most of that in the chat chat, but it's really a fascinating story. Or, yeah, sorry, in the Patreon, it's really a fascinating story, and it's like another one of these fire festival type things yeah. where it's completely just um it it's a scam. The, the problem is, is it. With the, in both situations, I generally like the pool of people who were victimized. No, I I don't like them. So I, I like that they were victimized. Like the marketing DBs 
from Firefest, they all have that coming. You know, Manhattan marketing majors and, you know, mm-hmm. p- people who quote from the tipping point. It's like wonderful that that happened. They, they didn't have any lunches or like f- food or shelter. And now it's the crypto people. The crypto people find themselves very interesting well, when they talk about crypto. Well, this is you know not the that, really you know, hardcore crypto. Okay. You, know you know who it's not hurting? What's not hurting? You know who this scandal is not Who's hurting? Who's not hurting? Who's it not hurting? Tom Shattuck. El Broco. <laughs> I have my net worth remains sub-zero, exactly where it was beforehand. I You're am right. immune from this. <laughs> from this. Well, so we the- have been in a great recession since <laughs> for more than 10 years so we're fine everything is the same for the shattuck that's yes. true but it's important to note this isn't the um the real like hardcore crypto people so it's important to like get the idea that this is a crypto exchange and not a crypto wallet right so on a crypto exchange you're not really like that in charge of your own money. If you have a crypto wallet, then you have the keys to your own coins and tokens and whatever. That's your stuff and you have it, right? Of course, if your keys get stolen or you give them to the wrong person, they can just take your stuff. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But the like hardcore crypto people, like Matt Carano and Steve Robinson have not been impacted by this FTX collapse because they're not, they're, they like have their own, crypto wallets and stuff the people who are really into crypto the people who are really into crypto are not impacted i hate to tell you this victimized like sort of dilettantes who want to be into crypto but don't really know what they're doing so they're taking sort of the out of the box solution this is a crypto exchange where they're essentially like taking care of all the hard details for you but the problem with that is is it's also they're in control of all the money and everything right so what happened is this company FTX they were they were at an exchange where you could trade all kinds of crypto and they also had their own coin on their crypto exchange called FTT mm-hmm. and the biggest owner of their coin there that they had um was another company owned by them called alameda and these guys so it's this sam bankman freed guy he's one of these sort of rationalists uh have you heard of effective altruism no. So effective altruism is like this movement. Elon Musk is actually sort of uh linked to it slightly too. Um but basically like they're these like super rationalists and like Bill Gates too. They're like very obsessed with giving money to charity and like changing the world and how can we use our money? This is why it's called effective altruism. Like how can we get like save the most lives per dollar? How can we, you know, um, use our money most effectively to impact the world. So they're into all these like big data projects and futurism and transhumanism and stuff. Like I said, Elon Musk is like into this too. And they're super like rationalists. They don't hold by like most of them are atheists big time. A lot of them are polyamorous. So a bunch of them were living down in the Bahamas, which is where they were running this company from. They're all like in their 20s and 30s and they're all like, we're changing the world. We're effective altruists. We're going to like save all these lives and like change the world for the future and they're vegans and by the way they're also all like sleeping together they're in a polycule together down in the bahamas and running these like massive crypto companies and stuff so they're trading like 
billions and billions of dollars in crypto. They're the biggest owners of their own crypto coin and like trading it back and forth themselves to like create the value for it. And then they're also because they're big left-wing activists, this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, was the second biggest after George Soros, the second biggest individual donor in the 2022 midterm election. Wow, that's he don- nuts. Yeah, he donated $40 million to d- get Democrats elected, and he's been going around saying- that- I don't like that dude with the curly hair, yeah, the pudgy yeah. kid. I hate and him. And he's been going and around that saying too, that and- his personal soft ceiling for what he wants to- wanted to spend in 2024 against Ron DeSantis was a billion dollars. Ron DeSantis. What did I say? John, doesn't matter. I said Ron, I thought. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so he is like a major Democrat donor, major, 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 and using all these like left-wing progressive causes and stuff. And they're essentially money laundering because they're taking in all this money. They're buying a bunch of celebrity endorsements. There's commercials with Tom and Giselle uh, telling people to yeah, get into great. this crypto market. And it's essentially a pyramid scheme. It's, it's great. Now I'm, gone. Glad, I'm glad the DBs have st- exploded. I love and it. there's millions of dollars being sucked back out of the company into their Bahamas shell company. So now I'm seeing stuff online that he's now being detained in the Bahamas. So we'll see what oh, happens. I assume he is. And that girl, uh, it, that's what the difference. That's why everybody yeah. involved with the fire festival were awesome. Yeah. Like the rapper and Billy, they, they were all great. I love those people. I love them right. all. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much, Patreon people. Stay right there. We're going to go onto the other side, do a little more on various things. And uh, we're going to talk more about this crypto company stuff and all of that you can find that at patreon.com slash burn barrel of course you can always find the main show for free burnbarrelpodcast.com you can leave those chat chat messages we'll get to those tomorrow and thank you so much everybody for listening say la vie imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts.
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>